0: Hello Balloon Artist Podcast Nation, this is Evie Kiwi and I'm really excited to share with you today an interview with Miss Chu, also known as Carrie Bowman. What I love most about Carrie and this interview is the passion, you can really hear the passion for balloons and for entertaining kids and people all around her in the interview when you see Carrie face to face one day in a convention and I do believe it will happen soon uh, because she's growing so bravely you will see what i mean it is real enjoy the interview with carrie
1: take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host zivi kivi now welcome to the balloon artist podcast
0: Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kiwi, and this is season seven, the season where we get the opportunity to meet with artists that are on their first few years. And today, I'm very happy and excited to have the opportunity on interviewing Miss Chu, also known as Kerry Bachman. Kerry, what is up?
1: Hi, Zivi. Thank you for extending an invitation to me. It's an honor.
0: It's really a pleasure to meet you again here in this setup of an interview. We had the opportunity of meeting online, on Facebook, on the Balloon jams of Balloon Artist College, and even on some of the higher-end programs of the Balloon Artist College. And now to actually dive in deeper a bit and ask you some questions that are quite personal about your journey is something that I feel honored on the amount of openness that you're willing to show and the amount of sharing that I think is very inspirational for us now that you're in this stage where everything is new and everything is suddenly starting to establish around you as skills and as opportunities and as color and smiles. So with that said, Kerry, tell us a little bit about who you are and what do you do with balloons?
1: Well, I am who am I?
0: (laughs) That's That's a big one, isn't it?
1: That's a big one. I actually work for local government and I work for children and youth, which is locally, it's in a courthouse. So we have a very professional setting. And what I do with that job is I'm a supervisor for a group of five ladies and I'm the liaison for our paralegals. And that is quite a dark area when you're working with children and abuse. So because I'm a balloon artist, I take a lot of my balloon creations into the office and I'll put them at the front desk and little children that come in, if they really want one, they can just get it as long as we get permission from the family. If it's a foster family or adoptive family, they can take that with them. And I don't do it all the time, but whenever I'm at home practicing, I don't want to just throw them away. It's kind of like you give them a little life. So I want to take them in and make them happy for people. And I do that a lot. Birthdays, people that are leaving work and going to other jobs. A lot of people get burnout easily there. So I like to make balloons and kind of give them a shiny day.
0: And can you share with us how many years have you been working there?
1: I've only been there, let's see, maybe just about as long as I've been doing balloons.
0: Awesome. So roughly like two, two and a half years? Yeah. And can you give us an example of one situation of like, because of what you do, very tough situation that happened in your office, in your day-to-day job, where your balloons just created an extreme change in the behavior or the feelings of that family. Can you share with us one of those situations?
1: We have a family that comes in and I don't think they come in any longer. They've actually gotten back together as a family, which is wonderful news. It's our job to make sure that families are together, not apart, but getting a healthy place mentally and physically and that development within families, that's something we do. And I'm not a direct line worker, thank heavens, but I'm there in charge of all of the clerical staff and the paralegals. And I always try to... do get people that have the right personality for the job. So when we're doing interviews, I want to make sure that they have that personality because it's a tough place and you want them to be bubbly and you want them to be happy and positive. So we just hired a receptionist at the front desk and she's wonderful and very loving. And I thought, oh, she's perfect. So we brought her in and there was this little girl that she kept talking about who has a family and they have visits together in one of our rooms. And it's a playroom with lots of toys and it's really a lot of fun. We have children that painted the walls and everything in there. So there's like little dragonflies, butterflies, weeping willow tree. It's beautiful. And they have visits in there to do things with the family to engage one another. And she's like a professional slime maker. So the one girl gave me some slime and I brought it home to give it to my daughter. And she did it again. She made more slime and gave me some of it. I took it home to my daughter. I just loved it so much. And I wanted to thank her for that. I know that they, in their personal life, have a hard time. Imagine being taken from your mother and then saying to her, okay, you have two hours to spend time together. And that's all you'll see her for a few days. That's hard. So I'll get the slime. that She makes these big tubs full of slime and she'll share them with everybody in the agency, and she'll take some back home. She also started saving them. So I said to them, I wanted to give something back to her. What could I do with a balloon? Can you tell me her favorite color, what she likes? And she said she liked butterflies, and she liked certain colors. So I came home, and I, I didn't want to make just a standard butterfly. I made a bigger one, and I drew all over it. And I gave them beautiful bouncy antennas and I put it on a base of two quads and I put in some like curly Q balloons and stuff. And I gave it to her and she was so thrilled. They had a picnic the next day and she got photos with it and they sent me the photos. I can't share the photos. I can't mention names. I can't do a lot with it, but I have it at my desk. So I thought that was nice. And then in a week's time, I saw a couple other people with that photo at their desk. <laughs> so I thought that was wonderful to see. It really made her day and she was excited to see it. It was beautiful.
0: Wow. That's an actual connection that you create and that your staff creates like uh, within your work with the people that having a hard time, especially with the kids going through a lot. And those balloons, to know that they cheered them up, is really encouraging. And sometimes we tend to think about our balloons as potential cheer-up mechanisms for kids that are sick. But there are a lot of kids that are healthy and are still have a hard time. So I really think it opens up my eyes to notice these types of situations. From that, let's talk a little bit about what you do when you're not on your day job with balloons. Because you are a professional clown. Tell us a little bit of how did you got to become a clown?
1: It was probably early 2016, and I was sitting at the kitchen table with my husband, watching him make balloons. And he did that for a few years, but it kind of wasn't his niche. He wanted to be out entertaining people. He didn't want to be sitting at a table doing balloons. So in July, we had a well-known balloon artist here locally. He was also a musician. He played the drums, and he was loved by our community. He had a lot of respect here. And he passed away very suddenly. it was not expected, and a lot of people we created a patch even just for him. A lot of people were very saddened by it, so we decided to join other people we knew to create a local clown alley and then we were I was trying to find purpose in the alley. What am I going to do? I can't just be a clown and walk around. I have to do something. So I decided to look more into balloons, and this was probably June of twenty sixteen and I thought, I'm going to do balloons. So I found it really easy to catch on. And I loved how creative I could be with them. And I felt like it was a way to use my artistic talents and the creativity for balloons. And you know, it's limitless. You could probably do anything you could dream up with balloons. And I love that creativity. So in the clown alley, things got busy really quick. We were doing events every weekend on all the holidays. On top of our full time jobs, we were booked all the time. So I got a lot of experience very quickly on how to do simple little balloon animals. But I wanted to try more. I wanted to do more. And I would be sitting at home, things that I couldn't do in the clown alley because it would take too much time for line work. You can't do some creative things. So I would be sitting at home trying different techniques and trying different tools. And there's, I'm trying to think of the man, he's from Russia and he has a YouTube page. He doesn't even speak in English, but his stuff is amazing. And I was like, I can do that. So I tried it and I really like his work. I really like how he's so particular and he actually measures out his stuff. And my husband's like, why do you watch him? You can't understand him. You don't speak that language. And I said, I don't need to speak it. I can see So. I like how balloons are universal. You can be from all over the world and you have something in common with someone. I really like that. Every weekend and holiday, we were working and working and working, which would be separating us from our family. But at least with our clown alley, husbands and children and wives, the entire family can be a clown. My husband is Choo Choo, my daughter's Atu, ah and I miss Choo That were called the Chews. And I thought I would be creating something aside from the alley too. So I felt like everyone had their business cards and their Facebook pages. So I figured I would start my own page called Balloons by Miss Chew. And I did that on Facebook. Where it started to be just something small where I did for birthday parties, if the at a birthday party, I would make the birthday child a special balloon. And then I noticed it was starting to get a little busier. More people wanted to have us there. And I would do more balloons for the family and, and for the children there. And then they started to specifically ask for me for events too. I only want Miss Chu and another clown. And then I was like, I think I'm on to something. So I decided to focus on what I can do And there were some major changes within the alley that were happening with presidents and officers and the way that setting it up. And so I thought, I'm going to focus on what I know. I know quality. I know value. I know timeliness is important. Integrity is super important to me. And these things are really important in my life. Things that might not matter to some people really, really matter in my heart. So I saw that in about 2017, and I knew it was my heart telling me to do what's right. So I needed to find out how to be my own balloon boss, and I was doing research to try to find more about education and balloons. I wanted to know more. I wanted to know more about shock twists and pinch twists and making balloons with making a sculpture with 100 balloons. I wanted to know how to do that, and that's when I came across Balloon College and. Then after speaking with you, Zivi, then I was looking into what courses I can start with and just kind of become educated in that, find out what would benefit me locally. So I joined Balloon Artist College. What I was telling you earlier, which was not on air, we have a small town of a lot of elderly folks. Some of them are very set in their way and it makes it difficult to start a path when you have people that they don't believe in that. And I'm on a lot of Facebook groups for balloons. And I had seen a post from a gentleman that said, you know, I just was cold calling people and visiting people in their office. And this older fella came up to me and said, we don't have what you want here. Get out. And I thought, oh my gosh, I get that here. Because this is the way that people are here. And it's just sad that they're like that. And I don't want that light to be given out into the universe. I I would rather have people be more positive and open. And when I'm making balloons for people, I see how happy it makes people and, and families and the children and they're so excited and they jump around and they're very happy. And I like that and I want that to happen more. And I see that there's a development in the youth right now in our area locally, which is great. Kind of overturning that older group of folks But that older group of folks, they have a very wrong handle on our community financially. So if you have the right name, if you have the right income, you get the right business. There are specific individuals that make it difficult for you to move anywhere financially unless you know somebody. And that's actually how we have heard that from so many people here. Oh, you don't have the right name. You'll never get that job. And it's shocking to hear that that here we are from 1865 to current year and we're still not in the right name, which is not very fair for many reasons. But we find ourselves struggling for groceries and that should never happen when we both work and we do all these other things too. So I said to my husband, I knew that I had to start doing something else. When you work for local government, you don't get even peanuts. You hardly get any income for the work that you do. It's bad when you're living paycheck to paycheck or worse when you have less than what you have in your (laughs) checking account and you have more bills coming out than you have in your checking account. So I thought, I really enjoy balloons. I could make a second income with it. Let's start. So I decided to also join the the MAPKI group, which is the Modern Automated Balloon Business Course. And so, I also added the Kids Entertainer Academy, the KEA, to my list to just add more value to experience the people that are on all of these groups. They have so much experience and knowledge, and I can really feed from that and grow. So, I've been in Balloon Artist College for about a year so far, and I have grown, I feel I've grown considerably. And I had to take a lot of steps and challenges within the college that I've never known existing. So I'm still in the development stage of my website part, but I'm making progressive steps towards completion. I've been working on it a lot lately since I had a surgery. So I'm not allowed to work for six weeks. So with that time off, I've been working a lot on a lot of things here. And I feel like I've I've gotten really, I'm happy that I've gone this far. And I still have the full-time job within the local government and my husband who works as well, and my daughter who's eight. So I'm working a balloon job here or there for customers, and I'm trying to get my name out there. But I feel our latest challenge in the Balloon Artist College group is good for growth, and it's good for someone like me. And I mean someone like me, like just starting out. So as any mom knows, you're like the cook, you're the baker, the dishwasher, the folder a tub scrubber (laughs) and your day starts at five and you go to bed at midnight and there's still basketball, ballet, PTO, church, dinner, and family to visit. And that's after working a low paying job that doesn't even pay our bills. So it sounds kind of defeating, but I maintain a positive and optimistic as much as I can. Days. We are making right now are what makes memories, and I want them all. I want all memories. Be able to say and put it in my pocket, and be like, "Day one is done. Move on to the next day, but make the best out of it for each day that day." What I was trying to get to the next step for balloons is how we can make it, and that is if I made like eight hundred dollars a week in balloons, I would be able to sustain our bills and pay our taxes and. Buy more balloons. <laughs> and then that would be for me to quit my job. And then I don't even make eight hundred dollars for months in balloons. So I don't make that kind of money and I'm not that busy when it comes to balloons professionally. So I'm just not out there yet. And the customers I've worked for in the past, even most recently on Sunday, I did an event for a child who has Ewing sarcoma. She's five and she is a very little darling beautiful girl that I met years ago for an event who had beautiful long brown hair and to see today she has not much longer of her life but she doesn't have any hair and she's wearing a mask and she is the sweetest little girl you want to do things for her you want to make balloons for her and make her happy and that's hard when you're kind of crying behind clown makeup so I'm trying to get my name out there and for amazing people that are very happy with the work I've done. And they do return more work, but I'm looking for more ways to grow. So I have the BAC map and the KEA, but I also have a list of goals. And one of them is to be certified as a balloon artist with Qualitex, which is the CBA. And it is also a goal to start other plans. So I'm interested In speaking with schools, for example, certain businesses—and I mean like certain—because some of those older folks that are set in their ways, I have to watch for businesses like that. But for the schools, they reach out to me, and I wanted to offer them something that the Balloon Artist College podcast already had with you, Zippy, and Melissa Shirk. And Melissa Shirk was discussing with you on a prior podcast about a package deal where you guys have balloons for events. And so if it's for ABC school, then mom and dad of this family and mom and dad of that family, if they purchase balloons from you, then a percentage of those sales goes towards that school. It's kind of like a script program that we have locally. Other than buying it from a grocery store, you'd be buying it from me. And I wanted to be able to do something like that. I would have to tweak it for my area. And I think Melissa's in Canada. I just love the idea. I was blown away when I heard that podcast. I'm writing notes like a crazy person. There's smoke coming off of my, my pencil. But I thought, I need to do that here. But I'll have to kind of modify it. So that's another goal that I have set down the pike that I can work toward. I noticed that because of the gentleman that did it for so long, 40 years, maybe longer, he did line work. The fellow that worked here that lived here and was a balloon artist and musician, and passed away suddenly. He did line work. That's what he did. He did small little micro magic shows, and he did line work. A lot of people from this area, when you ask them for balloons, they know line work. They know simple balloons. They don't know what people are capable of. So I see line work popular community, but I don't think they know what's happening in the balloon industry. And I don't think they know what I offer. So I'm hoping with time and more Professional growth, I'll be at a place where I'll be busy, where I can say, I'm a balloon boss now. I don't even need to have a normal job. That would be awesome. I had a job that was over $600 and I was so thrilled about it. But I was so disappointed because I was the only one setting up a couple columns, multiple, I think maybe 20 bundles of balloons with healing inflation and a major arch all by myself in the middle of a rainstorm with lightning. I'm balloon shining everything (laughs) and there's lightning all around me. I need a helper. I need someone other than myself. It shouldn't take more than six hours to do something. This is crazy. So when my husband came to help me clean up after the event, he said to me, oh, I didn't realize it was this big. (laughs) I said to him, I can't wait till I can afford staff to help because I want to still do it. I want to assist things. But I also want to be like being creative with designing it and actually seeing the work with those eyes and watching it take place, also assisting. But doing it all yourself is hard, especially when it's a big job like that. So I feel kind of like I'm 40, you're 40. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm actually starting late in life. But it's kind of troubling in this kind of community because you're not established like he was. So it's sort of frightening for me to know I have a plan, but how can I get there? One girl told me, you know what? You need to go on Shark Tank. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't think I'm going to do that. I have to be a realist and say, if it's not achievable, it'll probably remain a hobby. But if it is achievable, which I feel it is, I'll have to do two jobs, which is challenging for me, but it's what I have to do to get to that next step in my development. And I think with the CPA and with all the support that I have in the balloon industry, it's achievable, I can get there. And I try to be as optimistic as I can to get to that next place because I really enjoy balloons. I love how they look. And I don't know if you do the same thing because I know you love balloons, but the finishes they have, Different textures from like a satin black to an, a squeaky onyx black. I love that. I like how balloons that the and make it magical. You can transform a room. I love that. They look effortless. You don't know the time that involved, and they look so calm and peaceful, and they just kind of rest in place. I like that, and it kind of gives you peace of mind for like the people at coming to the party. They really it makes makes the whole event. And I want to keep that around me. I like to keep that kind of environment around me. And I get really excited after doing the core for an event. That looks amazing. (laughs) I did something once for a local club that does golf and stuff. And the place inside was historic and gorgeous. And this was for a 16th birthday party. It was a Sweet 16. They had a very specific color that they wanted black, pink, yellow, and something else. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, yellow with pink and black and something else. And I said to her, do you mind if I send you maybe like a color swatch of how balloons look together with that? So I did a satin pink with a metallic pink. That was more of a few color or wild berry, I think. And then a satin black. And I did an ivory. Satin ivory and it turned out beautiful so you didn't have that ugly yellow. (laughs) So she was thrilled with it. They loved it so much. They gave out my card to everybody. And she's been a repeat customer, which is wonderful. So I like it when it looks like that, when it looks amazing. And you can imagine the face that little girl had on when she came in and saw those balloons for her sweet 16. It was an invisible arch with two columns that were double stuffed and the outside balloon was clear and I put blinky lights inside so that they would be real super shiny. And the lady said, oh my gosh, please don't make them blinky. So I had to make them solid. She said, my husband won't be able to handle that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I love it. I love being around that. And I love balloons. I love all the different kinds of balloons and they come out with new ones. And when I see a zebra print, I get super excited. When I see like the teddy bear balloons and the Caterpillar balloons are my favorite because you can use them for bellies. I love that. So it's a part of my development. And seeing that when I place an order, I always think to myself, "Ooh, I'm not in my budget yet. I could probably slip in some of those new balloons. So I get really excited. Like we don't have a whole lot of money to work with. But when we do, I put back so much for my CBA and so much for more balloons. And then the rest usually goes for groceries or whatever we need it for.
0: Wow, Kerry, that is so inspiring. I couldn't stop you. You were just sharing so much of your passion to this art form, which I share uh, totally and I can relate to. But you also have your own very Chew, Kerry Bachman way of noticing the details and caring about people around you and being optimistic. And and man, I take my hat off for you for... Being you always do that. (laughs) I really think that it is possible, Kerry. I think that all of your dreams are transcribed and translated into goals and vision and values and action. And you wake up whenever you need to help your family thrive and survive and go through anything you need to. So I really do believe in you, in your ability to get this done. It's not easy. It's a little bit like In the greatest showman movie, one of the lines in one of the songs called A Million Dreams, they say you vision what the world can be, and then it's just a million dreams that you're going to have to fulfill in order to make that world a reality. And, and, uh, I really do believe, uh, it's a lot to take, but you are going to do it. Do you have some pictures of some of those, uh, Decor jobs that you've mentioned, maybe one with the storm, the thunderstorm, and maybe another one that you did with the color plates of the right yellow, the right ivory, and the right pink. Maybe a couple of those pictures that you can share with us uh, in the Balloon Artist Podcast website.
1: I do. I do have them. Now, I didn't post any photos from the large job, primarily because she asked me two days before the 4th of July and everyone is closed. And you can't get a balloon artist anywhere. And I said to her, but I have to overnight it. And my balloon order was, it was like 160 bucks to overnight it. So I told her, you have to pay, that's why it was such a big amount. You have to pay the $160 shipping (laughs) because we're going to air this baby to, to my house. So I got a ton of balloons and they were all Qualitex with the, the one is the single star and i i don't know if sandy missouri did it but somebody did it it was kind of like a oh no she, sandy missouri did do it it was a uncle sam themed column she also wanted like a red white and blue column and she wanted an arch and a whole bunch of bundles and i did get pictures of them but as i went i got pictures of the event and then got pictures of the aftermath now after the thunderstorm and the Rain and everything, it was horrible. She got pictures (laughs) and put them on her Facebook page, and I about died because I kind of felt a little defeated when she posted them. It's it was sad, it was my biggest dollar value event I've ever done, and it would have been something great, but everything was outside, and there was a major storm coming through in the worst possible time. And I'm just praying, please don't electrocute me (laughs) with this massive helium tank beside me. It's so explosive. So I was a little worried about how it would look. And I had balloon shine on the balloons. So they glued themselves together and some of them deflated. So do you want before and after photos or do you just want the photos of before? I'll let you choose. Uncle Sam has half a deflated face, his mustache and... I was a little disappointed. The glue dots wouldn't stay. It was so windy. So, wow. so windy. It bent one of my arch columns. And I was disappointed. My, I did a U-shaped arch where it looked kind of like upside down, like half of a square or three sides mm-hmm. of a square for the pole area. And it was a beautiful landscape day, very pretty, but it was not something I'm proud about because of the wind and all of the different things that were happening with it with the storm and the wind everything stuck together like glue and then would pop so I did explain to her you know we're supposed to get a storm that day and balloons outside will do their thing they will pop they are unhappy in mixed weather they're kind of like someone very set in their ways they don't like to be ruffled with And when you go ruffling with balloons, even though I treated them all, that's why it took so long. I'm like creating it, then I'm going over and I'm rubbing every one of them with balloon shine. I put a lot of my heart into it. And then I actually made myself sick for about three days afterward because I was so focused on getting that right and making it right.
0: And walking outside in the cold,
1: in the middle of a storm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: First of all, I'm super curious to see. The pictures, the storm pictures as well, and I think it's important for many people, even veterans, interested in seeing how bad it can get because you know eventually you get to the, to the point where you are able to say, "No, I will not do this outside in the storm because the value for money that you're getting is not high enough. some people will just say no, I'm not judging or anything I'm definitely it's a risk that uh, you, you need to decide if you're taking or not because it is harder by much. But I think it's important to remind people of how the weather is very serious concern for a balloon mm-hmm. artist that is walking outside. So it's a good reminder. Plus, I want you, Kerry, to have this as a reminder because your progress is just so heartwarming. I've seen how you walk on the walls on the second challenge of uh, Balloon Artist College and how you were trying everything, you wouldn't give up. And even though it's expensive to build the walls or to do all of those challenges, uh, sometimes it's a money investment and there's no customer at the other end. And yet you keep coming back. You're undefeatable. I never seen someone talk about such a a hard situation and smile and make it a positive. So that's in the essence of, of clowning. It's that ability to see failure and see it as an opportunity and see that as as a place of growth or just as a part of life, which is still designed by you to be something that is happy for you, that is cheerful, that is with certain values. So it's really fun to see how you really are in your heart, Miss Chu, an inspiring human being. So thank you so much. We are kind of running out of time. I could talk like this for longer and longer and and we will on other uh, occasions. But for now, I just want to know what is your goal for the next, maybe if you have to choose the next three or four months by the end of March, what do you think you want to achieve that is not going to happen by itself? Something that will require some efforts and some change and some new Version of Miss Chu of Kerry Bachman.
1: I think to get to the next level, the next step I have to take in my development, I have phases written down, is the website. And I've been working on it a lot. And I feel like I'm starting to get a little more comfortable with it. I'm doing it side by side with the WordPress and introduction off of the Bloon Artist College. If people haven't done that course yet, you do that. As well as listening to the Artist podcast, they need to do that because there's so much valuable information given little snippets that you get if you don't listen thoroughly and the WordPress introduction has things in it that you just can't take notes on i'm working side by side where i'm hitting play and i'm flopping over to my website and i'm pl- i'm like oh there it is and i'll plug that in well it was super helpful having that then i knew where i could plug stuff in i got to change some of my icons on the page and I think once that's done, and I hope to have it done even before three months, I hope to have it done within the next week. I don't really know. I have to learn how to do some things yet that I don't know how to do, but I'm hoping that I'll get that in the rest of the WordPress introduction. And I think once I get that complete, it will be much better. I'll be able to get more business, more visual. A lot of people ask, what's that website again? And I say to them, I'm sorry, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not on a website yet. I'm still developing it. It's going to take time. Getting the experience, getting the photos, getting that out there is what I'm doing now. And in the meanwhile, I'm also making it on website page. So hopefully soon, that'll be my next goal.
0: Cool. And we will follow up on this goal of yours, Carrie, and uh, make sure that you get... Nice, positive kick in the butt. And uh, we'll try and see if we can encourage you in this way or that. In any case, it's been such a pleasure to talk with you here on the Balloon Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for being around, for making us see the light at the end of the storm. And we really do hope that you will continue and grow. And later on, in six months from now, 12 months from now, a year from now, I I don't know. I encourage you to re-listen to this one and see how much you've been progressing. And uh, yeah, thank you. And see you guys next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Bye, everyone.
0: Do you see what I mean about this interview and about Carrie in general? You know, just to imagine how hard she worked on that night in the rain, not stopping until... She could know that she did her job and that the decor is ready. And that level of dedication is something that I noticed that Carrie has in additional ways. And, you know, guys, we all have moments in life where we feel like we are alone and we're fighting huge storms and uh, hard weather. And it's usually the opposite we usually have people around us that actually do care but just don't know how to provide us the support we need i mentioned last week about a webinar that we're going to do about fighting depression and sadness and anxiety and uh, even procrastination Um, and that webinar uh, happened last night my time i'm just like 12 hours after it i'm still overwhelmed with how deep and meaningful it was and hopefully valuable for people that will see it. And if you do want to check it out, then please go to the Balloon Artist Facebook group and I will put a link for the replay of that webinar. I know this is time sensitive, so you might be listening to this interview six months into the future, a year into the future, and so on. And in that case, I promise you that within the Balloon Artist College, uh, that webinar about how to minimize the risks of depression and anxiety and even procrastination that will be there available for our members forever and i think it's a very important topic so i do hope you check it out if you are like driving to a gig right now and it's somewhat still you know the beginning of january or the middle of january or something of that sort if this is still january you really owe it to yourself to check it out and go to the Balloon Artist Facebook group and see what we're talking about because it's an, a topic that is not talked about enough and like statistically speaking, uh, it affects uh, all of us. So, guys, thank you so much for listening for yet another episode of Balloon Artist Podcast and see you next week. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is season seven, episode nine. And today's tip is the seven habits that will actually give you something that is called psychological resiliency, which is basically another term to say that it will help you minimize the effects or the risks of depression, anxiety, and procrastination, uh, also known as DAP, D-A-P, Depression, Anxiety, Procrastination. Those three are all affected directly from the following seven life habits that are not that complicated to to get used to do them. And uh, you can learn all the details about that in the webinar that I mentioned. And there we give actual tips and actual ideas of, and, uh, and show the research of why those things actually help you and why you should consider them seriously. But here's the list of the seven lifestyle habits just for the purpose of uh, you, you know uh, thinking about it and considering it and maybe reminding yourself. So number one is exercising, number two, nutrition, number three, nature, number four, relationships, number five, relaxation, number six, meditation, number seven, giving, service, And number eight, gratitude. I'm very thankful for you being here. I hope that you will pick up one of those habits just as an example in terms or in in the case of gratitude. You know, just writing down three things that you're thankful about every single day for 21 days straight will actually change your life. It will make your brain Uh, stronger it will allow you to heal faster from wounds it's just it was so well researched so if you only pick up one thing just showing gratitude for three things every single day do that in writing so that the brain will pick it up and it can really lift you up i hope that you will also check out the actual webinar It is now playing uh, on our replay page. So if you go to the Balloon Artist Facebook group, the link to this is already there. And if you are a Balloon Artist College member, obviously this video is going to be available for you for life. So thank you guys for listening for the Balloon Artist podcast. And I hope you have an amazing day. Bye-bye.